Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I am Dr. Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Welcome to the Myers Detox podcast, where on this show, we talk about everything related to toxin detoxification and all different types of topics related to that. And so you can achieve your health through detox and helping you understand why. So today we're going to talk about a big pain point for so many women, which is estrogen dominance and help you make some distinctions here about, you know, the truth about estrogen detox. And a lot of women are taking supplements to try to, you know, detox or estrogen. We'll talk about hormone replacement therapy when that's appropriate. We'll talk about, you know, how to kind of, you know, test, uh, you know, test your hormones, but also you need to test how you're metabolizing those hormones to know how to do hormone replacement therapy. We talk about different things that cause women to be estrogen dominant. Why? A lot of people aren't estrogen dominant when they think they are. We'll talk about all the different things that interfere in your hormones, uh, all the xenoestrogens out there, like the plastics and the paraben preservatives and beauty products and uh, you know just all the petroleum-based products out there, perfumes, all are interfering in your estrogen, all the flat plastic food packaging and plastic water bottles. And there's just so many things that interfere in your hormones. And this is a, a subject that's really important to me because I, you know, at 37, uh, you know, went into my doctors to test me, figure out what's wrong with me. And they found out I had the hormone levels of a menopausal woman. And it was, you know, they wanted to just put me on hormone replacement therapy right away without really doing the proper testing. And, uh, you know, it was just that just didn't resonate with me at that time. But I think hormone replacement therapy is a, a good choice for many, many women. And we talk on the show about the safety of hormone replacement today. It's not, it's not a problem. Like many people think it is, it just needs to be done correctly. And we tell you how to on the show today. So my guest today is Karen Martell and uh, she's a certified hormone specialist and transformational nutrition coach and a women's weight loss expert. Uh, Karen is the host of the top rated women's health podcast, the other side of weight loss, where she helps women to unlock the mysteries of female fat loss and hormone imbalance. So after struggling with her own health issues, Karen was determined to bring her knowledge to others with a bold new approach to women's hormone health and weight management. Karen's passion lies in helping women balance and optimize their hormones in para and post-menopause and break through weight loss resistance. You can learn more about Karen and her work at karenmartell.com. Karen, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm pretty excited to be here, Wendy, back for a second time. Yes, you've been on before. So I've heard you guys- A long time ago. That. Yes, I heard <laughs> you guys go check that one out on weight loss. And so, you know, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your story and, and how you got into the health sphere? Yeah. So I got into hormones because my own hormone issues were, have always been really bad. <laughs> uh, when I, after my, of course, the, my first daughter, which I think so many women can relate to that, like after they have kids, suddenly their body is just not the same anymore. And I was doing, you know, everything right. As far as, you know, exercise, eating well, I've always eaten really well and taking care of my system. And I was done breastfeeding and I just suddenly started to gain weight and it was, and it wouldn't stop. Like I just kept getting fatter and fatter and fatter and I hadn't changed anything. I did what every woman does. And I went out and, you know, tried every diet at the time that was out there, you know, add cans, the zone. I think I did, you know, juice cleanses and detox and <laughs> you name it. I tried it, kept gaining weight 
got the personal trainer, went to the gym, started doing like a CrossFit type workout six days a week, still kept gaining weight. And I was 33 at this time. So, you know, nobody at that time would have said to me, you know, I went to my doctor. She didn't say, oh, could it be your hormones? She said, here's your antidepressant because my PMS was so bad and I was getting insomnia. And so she's like, here's the antidepressant. Here's your sleeping pills. Basically see you later and was of no help. So just kept gaining the weight, having all these other health issues arise. I was getting chronic migraines, digestive issues. uh, Like I said, like really severe PMS, like to the point that it was PMDD And I finally was like, there's got to be something else going on because I'm doing everything right. I'm watching my calories. I'm exercising harder than I've ever exercised in my life. So what's happening? And I ended up going to a friend of mine who was a naturopath and asked him to test my hormones for me. And sure enough, it came back that I had all of these hormone imbalances. You know, my cortisol was tanked. My DHEA was tanked. My estrogen was high. My progesterone was low. And then a few years later, I actually also found out that I was high hypothyroid. So I think that was also triggered from the pregnancy and just the stress of being a single mom and running my own business at the time. Yeah. I had the same things. Did you? That same, like (laughs) exactly what you just said after I had my daughter winter about 12 years ago, uh, same, same thing about a year later, I was just kaputs. Yes. Yes. And, you know, when looking back at it now, because I've done so much research and testing on myself, I later found out that I was riddled with mercury and lead, like as top of the charts could go, mine was right. And I think, and this is my theory, and you can see, you can can tell me because you're the expert on this pregnancy, your bones soften. And you hold a lot of lead in your bones. That's where you store it. So my theory was maybe it was like released. The lead was released through that pregnancy, which started to then hamper my hormones because lead and mercury, we know really affect the hormones. And so I wasn't converting my T4 to T3. My reverse T3 was too high. And I think it's a lot of it stemmed from those heavy metals and the stress of pregnancy, the nutrient deficiency that happens with pregnancy. I mean, they say it now takes something like four years between pregnancies just to refill our vitamin stores because we're so nutrient deficient right now. So I just think I had this like perfect storm of possibly this, you know, the heavy metals going up in my system, affecting the thyroid, uh, the stress of everything, the nutrient deficiency. And it was just this, yeah, it was crazy. And I was the heaviest I'd ever been in the, in the worst health I'd ever been, even though it was probably the best I was ever eating and the most I'd ever worked out. Yeah. I had the same exact experience. I was like, I, I was working out six, eight hours a week trouble, but trouble sleeping and eating so healthy. And I was just like, I would be an Olympic athlete if I did this in my, if I was doing this in my twenties, totally. like, what is going on? Yeah. And it's very frustrating when you work that hard on your health and you're, you feel like you're a hamster on a, a, a wheel, you know? Yeah. Um, and so let's talk about hormones. Like, you know, a big problem is estrogen yeah. dominance. Uh, it's a, a big problem and it's very confusing. So uh, what is this and what can we be doing to address it? Yeah. Estrogen has a bad name. It's got a bad rap to it. Everybody thinks that it's 
terrible hormone that's going to make you fat. I have over 400 blog posts on my website right now, Wendy, and the most visited blog is one on estrogen dominance. And I will tell you right now, every single woman thinks that she is estrogen dominant, whether she's in fertile years or perimenopausal years, everybody thinks they're estrogen dominant because of the list of symptoms, right? They say, oh, fat gain in the belly and the hips. Oh, that's me. You know, oh, I have bad PMS. That's me. It's so, that's something that's so common, both of those things right now. So they, they look it up, they Google it. They say, okay, is estrogen dominance. And everybody's on these supplements to help clear out this estrogen. And it's just not that simple. And estrogen is not the devil. We really want estrogen and estrogen can actually be a weight loss hormone. And a lot of women don't know that the issue is it can happen at different levels. And a lot of it is xenoestrogen dominance, right? We know that, and I'm sure you've talked lots about this on your podcast is our environment is full of these xenoestrogens, which are so toxic. And what a lot of people don't know is that your body on the inside, that it will take the xenoestrogen into the cells before it takes your estrogen into yeah, the cells. And they mimic stronger. Xeno, yeah, xenoestrogens mimic estrogen. Your body can't tell the difference. No, and it's stronger. So it's going to sit on the receptor. For those that don't know what that is, you know, I kind of think of the receptor as this little hand that's coming off of a cell and grabbing the hormone to bring it into the cell. So we have different receptors. When it comes to estrogen, we've got two main receptors, the alpha and the beta receptor. Alpha being the stronger one, beta being the more softer one. So xenoestrogens, your receptor will pull onto that, into that alpha receptor before it'll pull into yours. So we get xenoestrogen dominance, which you can't test for that, unfortunately. Yeah. Like the test, you, you, you end up testing like low for estrogen because you have yes. all these xenoestrogens floating around your body down regulates production of our real estrogen. And then it shows low on tests and you think, oh, I need more estrogen or whatever. Um, but for me, I, um, I know that I had, I had symptoms of too much estrogen, but my estrogen levels were the levels of a menopausal woman at 37. Wow. So it makes it super confusing to figure out what to do. Very confusing. And <clears throat> what we tend to see is in our forties and 50, early fifties is estrogen starts to go down and a lot of doctors and a lot of functional doctors are putting women on things like D and all methane and saying, you know, okay, you got to take this and clear out your, your estrogen dominance. And the thing with dim is it will drain your estrogen. And so, yes, there's, there's these three different pathways that estrogen can go down. There's ones that are better than others. There's the two OH, which is the safer pathway. There's the four OH, which is more toxic. And then the 16 OH. And this can lead to both of these pathways. If they're too much, and um, can lead to DNA damage and is more linked to this estrogen metabolic pathway, but not enough into 2OH. And so they put women on DIM. Well, if you're perimenopausal or menopausal, that's going to get rid of the estrogen as well. Yes, it's going to push it down that safe pathway for your body to detox better, but it can also get rid of the estrogen. Taking DIM and calcium deglucrate is going to be fantastic. Supporting your liver detox is going to be great. 
but you want to test and you want to see, do you have normal levels of estrogen, but you're not breaking it down in the right path? What are the livers? Is it not going through phase one, phase two? You have to look at all of these things before you just jump on these supplements, because if you start to tank the estrogen, you're going to run into a lot of problems as you're getting older and you're actually going to get more symptoms and weight gain if you start to drain the estrogen by taking these supplements. So a lot of women taking DIM, they think they're, you know, they're taking it or they need it to help to break down toxic estrogens and help the liver process and, you know, like metabolize these estrogens, but for, there's a lot of downside too. You have to be careful. You don't want to do why this You do it yourself. And we see a lot of health issues, you know, like uh, high cholesterol, insulin resistance, dementia, Alzheimer's, fatty liver, candida, UTIs, osteoporosis that arise in women as they go through pre and post menopause. So why is that? We've got estrogen receptors on every organ in our body, on every cell in our body, including immune cells. We've got them in, we're full of estrogen receptors in our brain, our liver, our pancreas. So what does this mean? It means that when you lose your estrogen, all of these organs are are going to suffer to some extent because of the lack of estrogen. So this is where, you know, People are so afraid of estrogen. It's got this horrible, bad rap, but yet it is like the mother of all hormones. And without it, you literally start dying because it's so crucial to every function in your body. So without estrogen, we see women's cholesterol going up without having changed anything in their diet. We'll see them develop non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. We see them becoming type two diabetic. It's, it's a real thing where our risk for type two diabetes goes up as we hit perimenopause and menopause. And almost all of us are going to have some degree of blood sugar dysregulation because of that lack of estrogen. Estrogen helps you to become more insulin sensitive. So when you don't have it, that's why your blood sugar can suddenly go up. That's why your hemoglobin A1C can go up and you suddenly become insulin resistant. We can become leptin resistant. So now we're eating more. We're also, the body is so smart. It's going to start to put fat on your body because you can make a type of estrogen called estrone out of fat cells. So your body's going to go put fat on primarily in your belly, which is then going to also make you more prone to insulin resistance. And then estrone is this inflammatory estrogen. It still has its good to it, but too much of it is going to then make you even fatter and more fat is going to lead to more estrone. I love how the body's innately intelligent that puts more fat on us to make estrogen. It's so true. I'm being totally sarcastic. I'm like, why? (laughs) But this is why women that go into menopause, they gain like, you know, 10, 15 pounds. And it's just so their body makes estrogen. So you you really, there's a way to circumvent this kind of like almost inevitable, inevitable kind of side effect of going into menopause. Yeah. And so, so many women don't realize that we're actually healthier and it's safer for us to replace estrogen than not replace estrogen. 
And so we, a lot of the bad information comes from old estrogen Premarin, which came from pregnant horses. We would take it orally, which would increase your risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, transdermal estrogen doesn't increase your risk of heart attack and stroke. So there's a lot of like crossover they, where they're putting the Premarin stuff with our bioidentical estrogen replacement therapy. And there was a study even that came out um, last year, the year before in Arizona that showed that women that replaced their estrogen for six years or longer in menopause had a 75% decrease in getting Alzheimer's or dementia. So that's huge considering there's no fix for like, you know, there's no cure for, for Alzheimer's disease. So that in and of itself is crazy. So everything shows that, you know, when you replace the estrogen with bioidentical transdermal estrogen, you will have less risk of developing diabetes, liver disease, high cholesterol, heart disease, even breast cancer, which a lot of women don't think that taking the estrogen is going to give them breast cancer. And we see breast cancer predominantly in menopausal women after they lose their estrogen. And even in some of the large studies showed even on Premarin that there was a decreased risk of breast cancer. And it was the progestin that in, in old HRT, which was fake progesterone. That's what increased women's risk. And so women, you know, they'll take birth control pills without a problem. And yet they're afraid to take bioidentical, which is exactly the same as your body's estrogen therapy transdermally. So, yeah, so I'm all for hormone replacement therapy. I think it makes women feel better. They have, they're more, more juicy. They lose weight it can, or can lose weight as, as a result of it. Just have better mental health, their whole body. It just works better. They have reduced bone loss. When you start losing the estrogen, you start having higher bone cell turnover and start losing a lot of your, you can lose bone mass or just so many benefits to, to taking it. So it's something worth considering, but it needs to be done correctly with a doctor who's trained in that you have to test consistently for your hormones, make sure you tweak them correctly. And, and you want to do, you know, like, yeah. And make sure you prepare your body for it. That's where so many people go wrong is they'll go to a hormone clinic or their doctor, their medical doctor and say, I want to start HRT they're thrown on, even, even if it's bioidentical hormones and some, for some women, that's all they need to do. It's like, throw it at them. They do fantastic and that's it. But there's a large percentage of women who come into it thinking it's going to be this quick fix and they haven't prepared their body. They're still drinking all the time. They might be overweight. They haven't looked at their detoxification pathways. They don't know genetically even how they process estrogen and their androgens. Like you really have to put all these puzzle pieces together. If you're highly stressed out, if you don't have good gut health, if you don't have a good liver, all of these things will affect how your body's going to take on those hormones. And yes. it's how it's, it's going to affect you even when you're younger, how you're dealing with your hormones. But as you age, these things become so much more important because now we're relying on things like the adrenal system to produce a little bit of our hormones. We are relying on these bioidentical outside hormones coming in to give us what we need. But if we still have a ton of xenoestrogens, we're still overweight, we've got diabetes already, or whatever it might be, health problems, you're drinking wine every single night. Well, guess what? You're going to start estrogen and guess what? You're not going to feel very good. You're going to have tender breasts. You might have some weight gain and you're going to go 
that forget it. I'm not going to go on estrogen. It's the devil. When it's the fact that you didn't prepare your body for those hormones. And nowadays we really, really have to prepare the body for hormones. We have to make sure that we have everything in place that we have the good blood sugar that we're taking progesterone with it in the right way that if you need testosterone that you're going to get testosterone as well all of these things work synergistically together and you have to look at the entire picture to really benefit from all of the, those bioidentical hormones yeah i'm glad you brought that up because no one has ever mentioned that on the show before and that's such a good point because there are there are so many things that can uh, kind of uh, displace our hormones or interfere in our hormones or they're being metabolized properly and processed properly and, and utilized. So that that's a really, really good point. But how can we find out, you know, how we're processing our hormones properly? That's, that's something that's so key. And I think a lot of doctors probably aren't looking at that stuff. No, they're really not. Like I just saw a hormone person here in Canada because I needed to get on testosterone. So I needed the somebody that could prescribe it because it's very hard to get testosterone for women. So she's a nurse practitioner and sure enough, she just threw up, you know, here's all the blood work that you have to get beforehand. And I thought, ah, isn't that interesting? She has no idea even how to interpret a urine metabolite test. And it is so important to see how you break down hormones before you start going before you go on them. So the best thing is the Dutch urine metabolite test. This is going to tell you how you break down your cortisol, how you break down your progesterone, your estrogens, and your androgens, which is really important because there's two different pathways. Once again, alpha and beta with your testosterone and your DHEA. And one of them, I just had a woman yesterday whose Dutch test showed that she was way on the side of what's called the five alpha reductus pathway, which is just how is she breaking down her androgens? And when you lean on the, towards that alpha side, it means that she's going to be somebody that if she goes on testosterone therapy, she could get facial hair. She could get really oily skin. She could lose her head hair because she's more androgenic, and she's going to be converting more of her androgens down what's called the dehydrotestosterone pathway. And so we, you want to see what does that look like? How is she breaking these hormones down? And then with the estrogens, you want to see those three metabolites. How are you breaking them down in that phase one? And then also, how are you methylating and glucuronidation as well as that, that, uh, that end piece? Because you, you can take certain things that are going to help with each of these pathways, right? So if you're leaning towards that five alpha reductus pathway with your testosterone, well, you can take things like saw palmetto and nettles. That's going to help your body to lean more towards the beta side. If you are going, you know, if your phase one is, is having some problems with your estrogen, then you could take a little bit of dim no more than hundred milligrams because over that is actually going to block your androgen receptors. So you can actually lose testosterone. If you take too much dim, most people don't know that. So you take a little bit of dim, take some, you know, phase one, some liver stuff. And then, you know, if, but if you, it's your phase two, then you want to take stuff that's going to help you methylate. That's going to help you break it down in your gut. You know, are you pooping? Okay. To help with getting rid of it completely. So seeing all these pathways before you start your estrogen replacement is key because then you're going to 
for myself, I have problems oxidizing. I have problems with my glutathione pathway. So I have to take N-acetylcysteine. I have to watch my markers. I got to take, you know, things like curcumin, like things that are high in antioxidants to help with my estrogen replacement and helping my body to break it down because those are the pathways that I have troubles with. And that's from my Dutch and my DNA tests that I know that. So having those things in place before you start is key. Yeah. And that's so much more rigorous than just finding out what your levels are. Yes. I mean, that's what most doctors are. Let's just check what the level is in the blood. And it's just not, it's just not enough these days. I mean, people need to do better than that, that are doing hormone replacement therapy for sure. Yeah. If you're in menopause and you've been in there for a while, so that means you haven't had a period for over a year, blood work is going to be more, it's going to be accurate in the sense of it's going to show you if you don't have any of these hormones, which you likely don't. And then, you know, if you start that hormone replacement, then you would do the Dutch test a period of time after starting the hormones, just to see how are you breaking those hormones down? But if you're in menopause and you just don't have any hormones, which is very common, then you're not going to see much on that Dutch test because you've got nothing to actually break down. So we can't yeah. see how those pathways look. So in that case, serum is okay. But if you're a fertile woman or you're in perimenopause, you really want to do either Dutch tests, especially if you're going to start with the hormones and you're really trying to see the big picture or if you're younger, you can get away with doing saliva tests. And that's going to test what's available for your hormones as far as like free levels of hormones. And it's way more accurate than serum at that time in your life. Yeah, Very good distinctions there. That's why I love to do this show to help people make those, those distinctions that make all the difference in the, the efforts they're, they're making to try to improve their health. Um, so let's yeah. talk about detoxification and where detox, the role detoxification plays in helping to, you know, balance your hormones and maximize your hormones and, you know, why it needs to be a part of your health regimen and pre and post menopause. Yeah. I think because, you know, women will say, oh, but it's so natural for us to go through perimenopause. You know, it's natural for a woman to go into menopause, but it's not natural to have all of the toxic load that we now have in our environment. So we are not going through perimenopause like we used to. Even 50 years ago, we're seeing women, it's just starting earlier and earlier. Typically women will start to go into perimenopause between 35 and 40 now. And then it's going to last like 10 to 12 years. And if you've got a rough time with your perimenopause symptoms, which can be absolutely brutal for some women, this can, it makes women want to commit suicide. I'm not even joking. There's so many women out there that they get so depressed with the lack of hormones. They, they get anxiety ridden. It's absolutely awful. And this can go for 10 to 12 years. So we have to take into account detoxification. It's in every single one of my programs. I make my members in my membership group, like four times a year, we're doing detoxes that have to do with the liver. I'm telling them all <laughs> that they can't drink like they used to, which is huge because if you're drinking alcohol every night, your, your liver then has to process the alcohol first before it processes your hormones. So it's the hormones will get recirculated into the system and then you can get estrogen dominance. Your body won't be able to be detoxing these horrible xenoestrogens out of the liver. So liver detoxification has to be part of 
growing older. I think it has to be part, I think it should be part of every adult (laughs) through your entire adulthood, but ever more so for us women that are going through perimenopause, we have got to take care of these detox pathways because if not, then you run the risk of not processing that estrogen properly, that those estrogen metabolites start to go up, that you start recirculating this estrogen. And then that's not good. Estrogen is a growth hormone. So if you do have for instance, breast cancer cells in your breast. Well, guess what? Estrogen is going to go there thinking it's going to go do its job, which is to help lower inflammation. It's going to go there and because it's a growth hormone, it can make those cells grow and multiply. So we want to make sure that we're able to get rid of these estrogens after your body uses them, that we have really good receptor health. And that's between that alpha. We want to have that even between alpha and beta estrogen receptors, because that too much alpha from those xenoestrogens and from estrone. So estrone, that more toxic estrogen that we make in our fat cells, that will upregulate the alpha receptors 65% more than the beta. So if you've got too much going down those pathways, you're going to become this estrogen dominant and you're going to be gaining weight and you're not going to be feeling very well. So you need to even these things out. And there's so much you can do, like even just cruciferous vegetables, which we all know, right? This is super healthy for us. It's really good for the estrogens. Things like flaxseed, flaxseeds are the highest in phytoestrogens, but they will occupy on those beta receptors. So it's going to give you the more softer estrogen, the safer one. Taking progesterone is going to help soften the estrogen, and it's going to actually help with estrogen beta receptors and downregulate the alpha receptors. So all of this, you know, it's so important, but you have to see how are you detoxing? So going back again to, you know, whether you get your DNA report, you get a Dutch test where you can see how are you breaking these things down? Test even through blood work, get all of your liver enzymes tested, get your cholesterol done, get your blood sugar done, because all of it's going to help with getting rid of that estrogen, including what's going on in your gut as well. So, so doing gut tests, because you need to be able to detox it through your gut. You need to be able to chomp up that estrogen and get it out. Yeah. And so do you have like a, a program or, or work one-on-one with people to help them with balancing the hormones? Yeah. So I take uh, what we just talked about today is uh, that's what I look at is I look at every, like, you know, one of my packages, for instance, to work with me is it includes the Dutch test. And then it includes a program that's going to walk you through each of these areas that you got to make sure that you've got dialed in. So we've got an entire section on liver detoxification, all the different pathways that you need to be looking at, what you can take to help you know, support the liver health, plus a gut one, plus one on your estrobilone, which is the gut bacteria that helps to break down estrogen. So it adds stress and all of these things. Like It brings you through each one of these puzzle pieces so that you can make sure that you sail through this time in your life, through perimenopause to menopause, 
as best you possibly can, because this really can be the best time in a woman's life. But because we're not getting the information, uh, you know, you can't get it from your doctor. Your doctor's not trained in menopause. Most doctors, you know, have no clue. Even functional doctors are lacking in a lot of the information, unless that's what they've decided to go into. Most of them really, they're, they're, they're trained very little in bioidentical hormones in this, you know, how does your body process them, which you have to look at. So you really want to see all of this in the big picture. So I've got that and I do one-on-ones there. And then I've got a membership group that I've been running for five years now that is, that takes women through this program. Um, and we do, you know, live coaching sessions and it takes them through these, all each of these modules that helps their body to prepare for the hormones if they so choose to replace their hormones or if they don't, what they can do instead. Yeah, that's fantastic. Cause you, you do, you need a lot of education uh, when it, when it comes to this, it's just not as simple as just taking a pill for this ill. It's just not that cut and dry as a lot of women probably listening have found they've taken HRT and they're like, Hmm, it's not really feeling any better. And, and you know, yeah. some of the things that you mentioned is the underlying reason why. Uh, so Karen, tell us uh, what your website is and, and how women can work with you. Uh, KarenMartel.com. I also have a podcast called The Other Side of Weight Loss. We've got 215 episodes on there, and I talk a ton about you know all things weight loss, but also a ton on hormones and okay. what you can do about it. So we've got everything on detoxification, and so yeah, that's where you would probably find the most information from me. You can go to my website KarenMartel.com and take my hormone quiz. It's a very comprehensive quiz that will tell you kind of your top hormone imbalances that could be causing you to gain weight and why and what you can do to get started on it. Okay. Fantastic. So everyone go take that quiz. We'll take a couple of minutes and Karen, thanks for uh, joining us on the show today. And I just, I love having people like you on the show to help, help women make those distinctions and those differentiations that can make all the difference in their health. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Myers Detox podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Myers. And, and I do this show every week to help you guys, you know, give you kind of all the tools that you need to achieve the health that you deserve, that you're looking for, because you deserve to feel good. You deserve to feel joy. And I know for so many people, their, their efforts and, the, and their health eludes them and they don't understand why. So that's why I do this show to, to help you do that. So thanks for tuning in and I'll thanks see you for guys. Having me. Yeah. I'll see you guys on the next show. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.